Joining me telephonically now is the man himself, DJ Kosher. Welcome to Haldeberg FM. Hello, thank you so much. And thank you to all the listeners for all the support. Yeah, so, so, so nice to talk to you. So excited to be chatting to you. Listen, I've been si- smiling from ear to ear for days now. Looking forward uh, to just talking to such an incredible phenomenon in the music industry in South Africa <laughs> right now. Uh, absolutely love your work, especially the latest one, right? House of the Rising Sun. Please talk to me how how that came about. Why did you choose to do the rendition of this specific song? Well, um, so like I've, I've been doing a lot of covers and, and, and dance remixes of, of, of different tracks, and House of the Rising Sun was one of the actually first ones that I started working on. I just had it on like a back burner for a few years, mm-hmm. even before COVID, and um, and I just I never kind of finished it. Um, I had different singers try it out and stuff, and it was always just in the background. And then I met Barry, his um, most amazing voice, and such a pleasure to work with. And and we were we were we were discussing projects to work on, and I just thought maybe her voice would be perfect for it for 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 this particular track. Um, and yeah, but I mean, Half the Rising Sun was one of the first songs I ever learned to play on guitar, and uh, just always been such a such an interesting and, and beautiful song to me. So yeah, I had this idea in my head about a, a different uh, way that it could be could be like you know put out there, and and I. I think that's what intrigued me the most about it. Um, obviously, when I came across Barry, it was a it was a good match because because, because it, all the things previously that I tried singing on the track, um, uh, it, it, the, the range it's a very, it starts up the song starts very low and it goes quite high. So you need to find the right singer. Mm, that's interesting. The collaboration between Barry, of course, she won uh, South African Idols. Beautiful vocal. She's got that angelic kind of vibe in her voice, right? Really takes mm-hmm. you there with uh, the harmonizing and instruments. It's absolutely gorgeous. How? Who reached out to who? I need to know. So yeah, so I, I, her husband actually slid in my DMs. Um, her husband is also a brilliant producer. He's a drummer and and, and a great musician. So he reached out to me um, first. Yeah. Um, look, I, I must say, as big of a fan of Idols as, as I was, um, you know, back in the day, I haven't watched it in, in, in a few years. I hadn't really heard of her yet, yeah. um, and I was very pleasantly surprised when I did my research and, and listened to her voice. Um, so yeah, he reached out to me, um, and and the conversation was basically just an open cards uh, chat just about how we could possibly work together so they had a couple of tra- tracks that they, they wanted to know if I wanted to kind of work on and I had a couple of things that maybe she could have worked on so it was just a conversation and, and we landed on, 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 on House of the Rising Sun Beautiful. Now, you've worked with quite a number of artists in the industry. I think a lot of people are very excited to work with you, such a phenomenal producer, of course. Uh, I just want to ask you, what is your process with regards to choosing who gets to work with you, if, if, if it works like that? Do you first have the song or do they approach you and say, listen, we would love your magic on this specific track? Yeah. It's definitely been a bit of both over the years. I'm very grateful that I that I, that, that I've reached the stage where people are actually reaching out and, and wanting to work with me, which is great. Okay. And, and I'm also grateful that I've reached the stage in my career when I can reach out to someone that I've never met, mm-hmm. um, and they're interested in working with me, which is great too. So I guess it's been a bit of a, a bit of both. Um, I also slightly independently of my own music career, I do own a recording studio here in town mm-hmm. where it does attract a lot of different singers, different clients, bands, musicians, all sorts of people. So on any given week, I can meet like seven or eight different singers. So over the course of two or three years and, and, and throughout my career, I've met so many people that, um, you know, it's, it's, sometimes you meet somebody you just go, wow, got to work with you sometime and we've got to do something. And, and over, uh, over time, those projects kind of come about and, and they seem to work themselves out. 
Has there been any favoritism yet? Can I ask you that? Put you on the spot. I mean, no, there's definitely some favoritism. Um, I mean, I can't lie. Like, I mean, I, I mean, everyone would agree. I mean, uh, the opportunity to to not only work with uh, someone as great uh, as I'm about to mention, but to also call him a friend after all these years, mm. someone like Jimmy Nevis. Yeah. For me, that was like, you know, I can still remember the day I was told that he booked the studio and I was going to work with him for the first time. And and you know, fast forward three years later, and a trip overseas together, uh, you know, in a small group as well as countless shows that we've done together and huge crowds we performed in front of. You know, you have to be grateful. And, and I have to say, like, I'm very grateful of my, um, what I've learned and what I've been able to achieve with uh, someone like Jimmy Nevis. But I definitely have a soft spot for or everyone that I work with. I also have a, a definite um, interest in, in working with unknown people, like bringing mm. new voices to the public and, and, and giving younger and, and unknown artists a chance um, for their voices to literally be heard. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I guess the favoritism um, would maybe be the wrong word, but I definitely... <laughs> I'm definitely grateful to have worked with people like Jimmy Nevis and Santa Twitch up Liam Berger, like really great artists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it comes to, I think, I think over the next couple of years, next time we do, hopefully in the future, we do some more interviews and you can ask me that again. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'll have a, a different answer because, because I hope to, to, uh, I do believe there'll be a soft spot and some different favoritism for finding some like undercover talent and, 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 and bringing that yeah. to the, to the mainstream would be amazing. Oh, I love that. I just want to backtrack really Real quick, take me back to the moment that you decided that producing and DJing and, and really cementing yourself in this industry is something that you absolutely have to do. Uh, when was okay, that? Well, interesting, I was never going to like have all this success and, 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 and all these opportunities in, in, in front of me, which, which I'm very grateful for. But yeah, originally, I was actually a professional cricket player um, and I used to travel all around um, I used to basically follow summer playing cricket. So I'd play cricket in Cape Town, and and, and then I'd head off to um to to I, I did a season in Holland, and then I came back to Cape, and then I did three years in, in England wow. playing cricket, and, and and throughout that time I, I picked up DJing. DJing was my first interest, and I actually pursued music or sound engineering was the course that I studied uh, with the, with the mindset of becoming a better DJ and learning more about DJing. And during that process, I then also discovered music production, how studios work, how to make music, how to record music, how live music works, all these sorts of other things that I learned, um, you know, and and I think it just took it took a little bit of time for me to realize that this is what I wanted to do, but um, I wasn't about, I'd say there was about a two to three year period where I had my mind set on getting a job after I finished with cricket, getting a job somewhere as a music producer. So somewhere, someone will, someone will hire me somewhere along the lines. And so I was working with a lot of people, like, you know, in my flat, working on some music, doing my DJ gigs as much as I could. But no matter how much I worked on, no matter how big my CV got, I was never ever going to be experienced enough or qualified enough to work at a studio that I wanted to. So the, the big idea came to me, like, I guess... <laughs> I guess like any big ideas come to anyone just like in the shower and I was That's um, so true I just <laughs> yeah I just, I just thought you know why not build my own studio um, I had the capital because of my the, the beautiful luck that I got um, you know from cricket and I'm very grateful for that what feels like another lifetime but you know the opportunities I got from sport and the money that I was able to make and save overseas um, allowed me the opportunity to, to invest in myself and I, so I did it I, I, I built my studio I, um, I, I just went for it and wow. at the time you don't you don't go there with the mindset of okay I want to like achieve XYZ all, all I really wanted was to 
to make, make my first payments and, and pay for the first installment of the debt and all the equipment that I bought. And, yeah. you know, month by month, you know, after a couple of years, I had a couple of people working for me. And now seven years down the line, we've got a team of five or six amazing people and, and three studios. And, and obviously, I get to make music every day, which is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. I actually had no idea about the cricket part. And then the <laughs> fact that you just, you know, took a leap of faith. Um, and like you said, decided you know the ideas does come in the shower i i can second that some amazing ideas i'm convinced at this point every shower is like a portal uh you know it just has to be uh but thank goodness that idea came to you because you've been such a major success and you are going to still be such an even bigger success so thank you so much for what you bring to south african music uh listen you've been doing amazing on the south african charts on all radio stations especially on helderberg fm you are in the sa top 10 uh which starts right after this interview so i can't wait for to see where your song places this evening uh but with that being said thank you for chatting to me listeners out there do go follow dj kosher on all of his social media platforms uh he has just He's just amazing and he's got big things coming his way, especially for 2023. Can you second that? No, absolutely. Yeah. People definitely can follow my Instagram. I'm most, most um, active on Instagram. CJ Kosher with C. And yeah, thank you so much for the support. I mean, I know there's lots of charts out there and, and, and everything, but Helderberg has been amazing and you guys have really supported my music. So I'd love to thank you and all the, all the listeners. And yeah, I'm going to keep the music coming and, and I can't wait to chat to you again. Phenomenal. Thank you so much, DJ Kosher. Until next time. Ciao. Absolutely. All right, bye.